You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart and welcome to this episode of Cindy Stewart Live. I am so excited about today. You know, I'm excited every time we get together. I appreciate you guys tuning in, watching, uh, leaving comments. I've heard some great feedback from you guys. So if you want to leave a message for me, you can do it on my YouTube channel. You can private message me on Facebook or you can direct message me on Instagram. And all of it is at Cindy Stewart Live. Uh, and you can go to my website too and send me messages to cindy-stewart.com. But I love being with you guys. I love sharing what God is doing. You know, God is doing new things. There's a new move of God and he wants you to be involved in it. So I'm just encouraging you as we talk today with my special guest, which I'll introduce in just a minute, take notes. Uh, know that God is speaking to you specifically and that he has something for you. So know that whatever you get from today is going to not only bring you into a greater realm of understanding of God, but it's going to open you up to wisdom, to understanding, to knowledge, and to move in this seamless spirit-infused life that he's called us to. So let me tell you a little bit about my special guest. We've been friends, it seems like forever. Uh, we love to go shopping together. So just know if you see us together, it'll probably be at a mall if we're not working a conference. Uh, she is a, a reverend. She has been a associate at a church for a long time, but God called her out of that because he has this, first of all, she has a great prophetic anointing on her. She is an author, but she has this passion for emotional healing and deliverance. And we're going to talk about the process God has taken her through in order to provide a biblically based uh, process for people to be set free. So my friend's name is Ruth Hendrickson. Welcome, Ruth. Thank you. It's so good to be with everyone. Welcome. It's, you know what, we're going to have fun, right? We're going to have <laughs> we fun. We always That's have fun, so just so, get prepared. Yeah, grab that, you know, your your notepad, your pencil and get ready and, and just to join us, to listen in as we as we have this conversation about 
how God's moving and what he's doing today. So. Absolutely. And let me just tell you, Ruth has also written two books, Everyday Prophetic, A Clear Witness. You can get it on Amazon. It is a great book for you to go through and just receive a greater prophetic anointing, have understanding in how the prophetic operates. So this is a great book to get. She also has written a book called Positioned. And it's how to be aligned and empowered to walk in your divine destiny. And man, this is a game changer. I mean, both of them are a game changer. So get them both, enjoy it, and know that your life will be transformed through it. So we're going to talk today about her emotional healing and deliverance ministry. She's been working on it about 20 years, been involved in this process, but she has developed a whole basic and advanced program that you can go through yourself. You can get trained, you can get certified. And we just want to share this with you. So you will know how to step in not only to the fullness of healing for yourself, but how to bring healing to other people. And the name of it is called Masha. So I want you to tell me, Ruth, how did you get started with this? So I was on staff at a church mm -hmm. and um, we were actually using some models out there that weren't really biblically grounded. They, mm -hmm. they weren't safe. And so I was tasked with developing a model that was first and foremost biblically grounded, like radically believes in God, no excuses, no exceptions right. to the word of God. That was first and foremost. And then the second thing I was tasked with doing is researching it actually from the professional level, from our, you know, from what what are our Christian counselors learning? How do we how do we bring these two together rather than having the division that has existed, you know, between those two realms? So it took hours upon hours of research, first in the Word of God, and then second, taking a look at what our Christian psychiatrists and psychologists were saying, mentors on both sides, and really working this in so that we could provide a framework that would keep the church safe, mm -hmm. that would keep our ministry receivers safe, that would bring in the healing of God, usher in His presence, have them grow closer to the Lord yes. in intimacy with Him. So all that wrapped together. And with that, we had a team that was training through this process and ministering to people. And and the Lord was just so faithful in it as we, as we walked through the whole process. Now, one of the things I'll just bring up now, because we always get the question, what does Masha mean? That's what I was going to ask. What does that mean? There we go. See, I knew it. There yeah. we go. Yep. So Masha, actually, the way the, the name came about is one of my intercessors had a dream where the Lord gave her the name Masha. Mm -hmm. And so then we began to research it. And the name actually means to pull out or to draw out. So you see it in 2 Samuel and also in the Psalms. Think of the Psalms where it says, the Lord drew out of the, he drew me out of the deep water. Yes. And think about what the Lord wants to do for all of us. He wants to draw us out of the things that hold us back. He wants to draw us out of the things that threaten to drown us because he also wants to draw us into our destiny, into our future. So the primitive word, root of the word Masha actually means to draw out. Wow. And how good is that? Because that's what God wants for all of us. He wants to draw us out and draw us into more of him and into our identity of, in him and into who he's created us to be. So when you created this, who was in your mind that you were creating it for? Okay, so I'm, I'm a pastor's kid and I'm a pastor. Mm -hmm. And so I have a heart 
for the body of Christ. Okay. Because in my mind, just, I, I just see a body of Christ that's healed up, that's whole, that's set free, that understands their identity, that understands their calling. And so that's who I see in front of me. And that's, that's a group of people who change wow. atmospheres. That's a group of people who impacts culture. That's a group of people who have downloads from heaven, who understand a kingdom mindset. That's good. And, and so if the body of Christ can grasp this, then all the other things, evangelism flows freely because we're no longer hindered because we're afraid of what the culture might say or what the political yes. agenda is. We're no longer held back because we've been told that we can't. We're no longer held back because of our failures or our fear of failures or our fear of man. Because we're so solidified, we're so healed up that we become a force to be reckoned with. And when scripture talks about everything, God's put everything that's needed within the body of Christ. He has, that's, that's what the word says. But we're not accessing it, we're not walking in it because we have so many excuses or so much wounding. And so that's who I see. I, when, I, when I think about this, I see the, the, the body of Christ that's being held back, that's being tied down, that's being chained. And I see that breaking off. They're be, we're being drawn out to walk in the fullness and have the impact that God's created us to be. That's really interesting because as you were talking, there's really three areas that you deal with. The uh, paralysis of our mind, Correct. the way we think, mm -hmm. uh, the emotional wounding, mm -hmm. and the pressures that come from outside society. Correct. And so this deals with all of those aspects. Plus, we'll, we'll talk about deliverance in a few minutes because I want some, some understanding the delineation between what is emotional healing versus what is deliverance because right. that gets a little muddy too. But in thinking about those three areas, our mind, uh, our woundings, and the pressures of man, what mm -hmm. man thinks about us, um, how do people identify that they actually need this? I think that's a big challenge. I know when I went through emotional healing, I've been doing this for since 1999, I wanted to help people get healed, but what God was showing me was I needed to get healed in order to help people get healed, right? Exactly, exactly. But I didn't know I needed to get healed until I went for training and then they were like, you're our first person. Well, let's take you through the process. We're gonna practice on you first. And I was like, I need it? But I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. So how do you help people identify that they actually need help? So, so here's something we especially say this to leaders. Okay, have you ever been <laughs> wounded? Okay, has 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 you know what happened like when you were going through school or yeah. what was your growing up like? What as an adult has has anyone ever hurt you? Like, what are your fears in life? These are all things yes, that, that identify that we need some level of healing. And the thing is, is you know, you look all through scripture and Jesus is always looking to bring the person to wholeness. You know, when yes. scripture talks about the heart, it's the whole of who we are. It's the very core of our being. It's, it's all of us put together so we can learn to cope, but learning to cope is not living. Yes, that's We good. can put on masks, which I was an expert at wearing yeah. the mask. Very, Especially very good. Especially being a pastor oh in the church. Oh my gosh, yeah. You have and to be and a preacher's kid, you had to yeah. be perfect, you trust me. You had to be me. perfect. And so I was an expert at wearing the mask, but the mask does not uh, breathe life into us. The mass covers who God's called us to be. Yeah. So we encourage leaders, we encourage laity, we, we encourage, you know, it, it's just if, 
If you want to actually know totally who you are in the Lord and begin to walk in the fullness, then you need some level of emotional healing. Yes. And it's different for everyone. And so, and, and I'll tell you this, we may not recognize where those wounds are, but we serve a God who knows everything about us, knows everything that we've ever been through. And if we'll ask him where we need healing, He's really faithful in showing us. He's really faithful. I know. I I have. I've definitely. Wow. I call it a spiritual tune-up. Every so often, I need a little tune-up to see if there's anything there. And that's interesting that you say we sometimes we just don't know the core Mm -hmm. of it. And I remember working with uh, someone who uh, was in a big family business, and they felt like their one of their in-laws was just, uh, you know, causing them to fail. Yep. And and they just didn't believe in them. And they came and met with us. And we asked the Holy Spirit, just yep. show them where did this rejection of not being good enough, all this come from? It wasn't from the mother-in-law. It was actually from something that happened, just a cursory passing by when mm-hmm. he was in middle school. Yep. And he was with a group of his peers. And one of them said something that created this rejection in his heart that he didn't realize and the whole time in his business career he was thinking it was his family rejecting him when actually it was something from way from behind and and here's the thing is a holy spirit again you know the lord knows yeah and so one of the criticisms of emotional healing is that we're navel gazing we're just looking and we're looking at ourselves but we don't need to do that that's actually, we, we don't need to do that. We go, and, and you pointed this out so wonderfully because we ask Holy Spirit to reveal. Yes. And so in his natural thinking, it was my mother-in-law, but the Lord reveals what the true root is. That's so you can truth. keep spinning around forgiving mother-in-law and doing this, that, and the other thing, trying to get free and find that you still have the same bondage yeah. that you had because in your natural mind, you didn't understand. But when we open ourselves up and say, you know, like David said, Lord, search me, reveal within me if there's any painful right. way. And the Lord will do that. And he's like, he just puts his finger right on that spot. And boom, there's the freedom. And then it goes from that spot all the way through to the mother-in-law issues. Yeah. As opposed to just dealing with the mother-in-law issue and then still wondering, well, why, why isn't there freedom? Yeah, why isn't there freedom? Yeah. And what do you say to people who, who, because I've had this said to me because, you know, we do this process. And what do you say to people who say, well, why can't I just do it myself? <laughs> I mean, I know you get that because oh, yeah. I get that. Oh, yeah. We get it all And the time. I know you guys may be thinking that. Well, I can just ask the Holy Spirit, what's going on? Yep. Because God calls us into relationship. Yes. And he calls us to walk with others, not to walk alone. So what we'll do is actually when we minister to people without their realizing it, we're training them in the model, like just the way that we do it, they're, they're learning. And so they'll, they'll come in for ministry a while and then they're going to walk it out and they they begin using some of these tools that we've given them. And, and it's not uncommon to hear, I, I got so I could do this myself and everything was good. And then some time goes by and we get this phone call. I'm stuck. Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't, like you said, you go in for a tune up. Yeah. And it's, I think it's often just the Lord reminding us that we need each other. Yeah. That we're not in this by ourselves. We need each other. Yeah, I agree. And you know, sometimes your mind creates a narrative 
that is not actually true. But okay. what has happened is you're trying to figure it out. So you have this whole narrative of, I've got this all figured out and I'm sure that the Holy Spirit has shown me this. And what we've, what we've done is we've actually projected what we think the outcome mm -hmm. should be as opposed to really partnering with the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason I like having my team around me because yep. I can have them uh, help me bring or get the blinders off my eyes because I'm kind of self-diagnosing yep. and really see from the outside. And there have been times where I felt like I needed someone outside of my team mm -hmm. and I have gone to an outside ministry yep. in order to receive ministry because I was stuck and right. all I had was the spin and I just didn't feel like, I felt like I needed a clear objective voice to speak mm -hmm. into my life. And I know that that's what your team does. It's clear, it's, it's uh, objective and they are thoroughly trained yes. in the entire process. That's correct. So we do train churches, we train professional counselors, um, we train individuals yeah. as far as how to use the Michelle model. But the other thing that we have is we have a team, they're called the International Michelle Team, and that team works directly with me and, and we minister all around the world. And so it does give pastors, leaders, uh, people who don't have anywhere to go, it gives them some place to go. That's safe. That's safe. That's not gonna share whatever you've shared right. with 10 of their closest friends. That, I mean, as a leader, yep. I find the safety element of what you do is a big thing for me. And it's not like I have these hidden secrets that, you know, that, you know, the headlines want to read. It's just that there's a vulnerability mm -hmm. when you're going through the process that you want to be protected. And that's really important because I don't want my stuff shared with everyone else. It doesn't matter what it is. Yes. I'm free to share whatever I want, Yes. but I don't want anyone else sharing it without permission. Yes. And so confidentiality is a huge, huge yeah. topic that we, you know, we talk about a lot, we deal with. And actually within the teams, one of the things that we train is um, if you and I are ministering to somebody together, we can talk about what's going on. Okay, but I can't go home and talk to my husband about it. Right. Because we want to keep, and it's not that I don't trust my husband, it's, it's honoring the person, it's honoring their journey, and, and just letting them know that there can be a safe place because so many of us have been burned. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and our stories have been shared, or there's a lot of perceptions out there, and it just, it, it adds, and then we don't trust, and we go inward, and that's another area of wounding, and then we're not going to walk out who God called us to be because we're actually going inward. We're putting back on that mask. And the other thing I want to say about Mashah is we don't re-traumatize. I don't believe that God needs to re-traumatize somebody in order to heal them. And, and I just really feel like somebody out there needs to hear that because you've been through some ministry where you've actually been re-traumatized. Mm -hmm. And I want you to hear that that's not the heart of the, uh, the heart of our Father. It's not the heart of God. Our God is much bigger than that, and mm -hmm. you do not need to be re-traumatized to receive your healing. I agree with that too. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe in that too. Now I wanna go back, cause I said we would talk about it. We've talked about emotional healing. Yep. So we've talked about the mind, um, uh, the wounding, mm -hmm. and the fear of men, but talk a little bit about deliverance and what exactly is that and what does that look like in ministry? Okay, so deliverance, um, we understand that there's God and there's the angelic beings. Right. Okay, we also understand from scripture that Satan, a created being, an angel, 
let pride in, wanted to be like God, pride, number one sin, okay? We all have some level of pride to deal with if you're thinking yes. you don't have anything to deal with. Uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. That's a freebie. That's a PS. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little side note. Um, and so, you know, he fell from heaven and he took a third of the angels with him, which are the demons, okay? And and the whole their whole agenda is to lie, kill, destroy, and keep the body of Christ from recognizing who they are and walking in the fullness of who God's called them to be. Yeah. Okay, their entry point is any area in our life which is sin, which is not aligned with the Word of God, gives a potential entry point for the demonic to come and harass and to you know, hold us back, to attach onto our false belief systems, the things that we believe that are not in alignment with the Word of God. So when we talk about deliverance, um, you know, yes, you know, one of the questions is, can a, can a Christian be possessed? We're not, what I want to say at this juncture, because that would be a whole nother show to go yeah. into all that. And we don't want to get too yeah. sidetracked. Um, but what I want to say is, again, go back to the demonic agenda is to, is to deceive, kill, destroy, to keep you from walking in the fullness of who God has, what God has for you. So when we talk about deliverance, it's very gentle. Um, we, we, we know how to align with the heart of God. Yes. We know That's how good. to pour out love. We're not going to be yelling. We're not going to be tying you down. We're not going to be holding That's you good. down. Okay. We're, we're going to be talking in a normal voice um, from a position of authority seated with the right hand of God the Father in heavenly places, yeah, okay, good. far above all principalities and powers. And, and so here's the thing. A lot of people, we've gotten used to operating with some level of a demonic voice in our ear. I almost think, a, you know, um, remember the old shows with like, you know, the person on each shoulder, yes. you know, and it's like we have this little demonic component. The that good rides, the bad yeah, the, yeah. Uh, uh, Well, let's say good city, bad city, okay. <laughs> um, but riding around on our shoulders, you know? Yeah. And, and so we want to get rid of this bad guy. And, and so we don't need that. I mean, we have things in our own minds that we need to deal with, but we want to get rid of that, that demonic attachment. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, um, remember, Satan does not have the same attributes that God does. Satan's a creative being. That's right. been a big issue with the way we've taught in the, in the body of Christ. And you're probably not dealing with, with Satan himself. You're dealing with one of these minions. little yeah. minions, you know. And so when we bring them in, down to size, when we put them, hand, you know, with, beside who our God is, it changes everything. So we teach you, not not only do we do deliverance, but we're going to teach you how to stay free. Yeah, that's good. So, um, and the other thing I want you to hear, and, and this is something that we teach, is that um, if you go through deliverance, you really do need some level of emotional healing. Yeah. They go hand in hand because we want to make sure that those entry doors are closed. That's good. So if that demonic has attached onto a wounding or onto a belief system that doesn't align with the word of God, we want to make sure that those are taken care of. And so that's just something, you know, something to be aware of. So does that answer the question? It a... really does. So I know that there are people right now thinking, I need this. So where would they go if they wanted to be ministered to? If you want to be ministered to, you can go to the website, which is ruthhendrickson.com. It'll be up on your screen. Yep. And then you can click on that funny name, Mashah, M-A-S-H-A-H. -H, mm -hmm. And it will take you to the site where you can receive ministry. Yeah. And then if you're looking for training, you know, you can also find the training components on there. But it gives you the, if you want to receive ministry, it has the application on there. It has the costs. It has some, you know, Q&As on there just to help you understand what's going on. And 
And one of the questions we get is, how many ministry sessions do I need? Okay. And I'm going to tell you, you should probably do more than one. For sure. Okay. Okay. Because the one is almost like it, it, it's, it's the revelation, but it's kind of taking the top layer yep. off. Yep. That's it's, the way I always describe it. Yep. It's like a cake. You're, you're taking the top layer off and now you're going to get into the, to the meat part of yep. it. Yep. Yep. But you use cakes, so they're not getting into meat. They're going to get into the sweet goodness the of sweet, the mercy yeah, of God. The, okay. That's so good. I love the, I love the reversal, right? Right. <laughs> I had to. I had to. So, so I want to say something. Uh, so if you want ministry, go take a look, fill out the forms. Yeah. They'll reply back to you. Like I said, she has an international team, so it's all over the world. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that. We work out the time zones, all that. But the other part of this, there are some of you who are like, this is what I want to do. This is what's burning in my heart. I want to minister to other people. And I know you've just started a certification program yep. that will start at the first of the year. Yep. So I want you to tell us about that. Invite them in because I know right now, I remember when it started burning me, I could not get certified fast enough. Mm -hmm. So uh, so tell them, tell them about the certification program, going through the sure. training. We are so excited about the certification program because this is an opportunity for people to get fully immersed in the Mashaw model, trained in the Mashaw model. So what we require is that you go through basic training. We encourage you to do it in person. We do have on demand, but in person you get the feedback, you get the, the activations and all that. So in person, and then we also have the advanced. Again, in person, we're offering it in Fredericksburg, Texas. And so the basic is the end of February, and then the advanced is the end of April, and you can find all that information on the website. But that gets you through the hands-on. Then what you can do is serve as an intern. Yes, that's good. With the international team. So you're gonna be working with a group of people who have years and years of experience. So you're gonna work with them for an, as an intern. We're gonna give you additional, to get certification, you're gonna be given additional assignments. We're gonna be giving you a lot of feedback because it is really important to me that we keep the integrity of this ministry. Um, we need to stay with the Word of God. And just because something works doesn't mean it aligns with the Word of God. Right. So we're really taking the time to help you understand so that you know what it is. You're, you're growing in your own walk with the Lord. And, and you're, you know, you're, you're being raised up as somebody to, to use the Michelle model. You're also receiving ministry yourself. Right. Because as you said, we're not going to allow anyone to do Michelle who hasn't sat in the seat themselves. It's so important. And then once you're through the certification process, at that point, you know, once you're approved and everything, you actually physically have the certification, we are going to give you permission to use the Mashaw name. You would also be listed as a certified Mashaw minister. Yes, that is so good. Mm -hmm. And when you think about this, I always say invest in yourself. It's the best investment right. you can make. And when you think about this, this is investing for your future. This is really taking what God has anointed you to do that you've burned for. You want to be, see people get set free. You, you've tried maybe different models. You've intermixed different models together. But this is such a, uh, first of all, strong biblical foundation, number one. Number two, it's layered with people with uh, years and years, Ruth, 
you know, years and years, we won't talk about how many years, but years of experience. Not only that, she has mentored and trained up people and they have years of experience. So you're involved with a ministry that is deeply rooted in Christ that will be pouring into you on a regular basis. You'll be a part of, like I said, the, she said the internship, then you'll be able to launch on your own. And she also has this for pastors who are listening. She has this certification program for your church. She'll come in, she shall train your people. She'll get them up and running. She'll make sure that they are providing a safe environment for your people to be set free and walk in their destiny, which is the whole point. Yep. We are called to walk in the destiny of God. So it is just such a powerful, um, uh, it's, it's, it's a powerful process that becomes a, a part of your entire life. And you can go to her website, mm -hmm. ruthhendrickson.com, get all the information and sign up and for February and for April to go to both of them. So you can get well on your way to, and, and how long are they? Are they three or four days each? The, uh, the on-site certifications are four days. Four days mm -hmm. each. So just think eight days of your time in Fredericksburg will begin to launch you on the dream and the purpose that you have inside of you, right? Right. So do you want to pray for them and or just impart to I them? I do. I do. Go I ahead. would love that. Thank you. Here's the, here's the thing. What we're going to pray for is eyes to see the church yes. whole and that dream to just so I want to encourage you just hold your hands out before the Lord. And just Heavenly Father, we come before you and you want us free. You want to draw us up out of our stuff so that we could soar the way that you've called us yes. to soar. So, Father, we open ourselves just as David said, search me and know me. Lord, you search us and you know us and you begin to pull these things out because we want to walk in freedom and, and be the people that you've called us to be. So, Lord, build that dream in my life so I can soar and walk into everything, become the person you've called me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ruth, thank you so much for being with me. So much fun. <laughs> I mean, we can do show after show together. And thank you guys for watching. And remember, you are the best investment you can make. God invests in you every single day. So go and be blessed. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.